one, Doc. I need fuel. <laughs> Give me fuel, take a fly, send me tracing out of Zion. Now, here are your hosts, John Eddie Jr. and Tom Tuttle. Welcome back to Fantasy Fuel. It's been a couple of weeks. We apologize yes, for that, but the holidays are one of those yeah. times a year we can yes. not get a schedule very conducive to both of us at the same time. Yeah, luckily <laughs> all the holidays, Christmas and all that, and you know, New Year's, that all kind of happens after fantasy football is basically over right so you didn't lose too much no hopefully <laughs> and congratulations to everybody out there who won their leagues yes. or made some money that's always the best time of year when fantasy football is over and you can say yes i yep. profited <laughs> i can tell my significant other it was worth it don't worry we didn't lose <laughs> money playing fantasy football this year it's mostly about the fun, but winning is the cherry on top, no doubt about it. And speaking of winning, let's talk about our listener league winner, mm-hmm. everybody's favorite streamer, mm. <laughs> the network. The network, Reggie. Reggie took it. our listener league and ran with it. He completely dominated the finals and won by a whopping 37.4 points. And, of course, he had some of those guys in that week that were just, you know, guys that got you there, like Lamar Jackson. Oh, yeah. And guys like George Kittle, who started coming oh, yeah. on. And yeah, Brashad Perriman, after all yeah. the other Tampa Perriman, wide receivers yeah. went down. That's a good one, man. So, yeah, he, he dominated, and he is now uh, going to be getting a jersey of his choosing. Tom Though Brady, he has not chosen a jersey yet, he is going back and forth and back and forth. You mean he doesn't want Tom Brady's jersey? Uh, well, maybe he's waiting for Tom Brady to relocate to Miami. <laughs> that would be so crazy. <laughs> he, uh, he would hate that. Come on, tell me, Reggie, when you listen to this, you tell me you would hate that. <laughs> I would hate it you if would, he went to the Jets. You I would, would think. despise it. Uh I mean, you're biased anyway. You'd rather have Ryan Fitzpatrick to throw the <laughs> passes for your team because you've already had that. Um, if well, if he's coming back for the first year, I'd be okay. Yes, with that. for the first. Just year. get rid of him after that, and, and then we'll be fine. And we'll get more into that in just a little <laughs> bit. Um, but as we were saying, uh, Reggie won. He is a Miami Dolphins fan. So he's talking about possibly yep. getting a Dolphins jersey or maybe a former Dolphin. And you know what? That's the perfect segue into what we want to talk about today because there are a few guys that are either still on the Dolphins or just left the Dolphins mm-hmm. that are going to be very interesting picks next year in fantasy football. So true. without further ado, let's talk about perhaps the fantasy football playoffs MVP for some oh. people because he either got you there or he was the undeniable giant boost that just vaulted you to a championship, mm-hmm. and that's Kenyon Drake. Yeah, um, this guy the went last few weeks off. Amazing, yeah, absolutely amazing. And wow, I mean, the one week I still lost yeah. in the in the NFC Championship game in that one league that the flag league, but I got forty some points out of him. 
which is way more than I was expecting. I was expecting like you know, 10, 20 yes. at the most. And then he just went crazy and I still lost. That's unbelievable. But the rest of my team sucked. We already discussed this weeks ago. Yes. But yeah, I mean, any other team, if you started Kenyon Drake, which hopefully you did, because some people probably didn't, they probably said, eh, maybe I go with this guy instead of Kenyon Drake, which for the most part, I can understand that. But man, the last few weeks has been amazing with him. And I expect him to be drafted higher than I would want to draft him next year. Let's just put it that way. It's such an odd situation because David Johnson's still there. Yeah. And he just disappeared. I don't understand what happened to David Johnson, but Kenyon Drake filled that role that we hoped David Johnson would get back to, and he filled it like almost better than David Johnson ever did in in the fantasy playoffs in weeks 15 and 16. He was amazing. Like you said, he got 44 points in week 15, four touchdowns, 137 rushing yards, uh, 11 first downs in the flag league. That's an extra couple of points uh, on top of everything. He only had one catch, and he scored 44 points. That's not real. So... That was the game that you probably were like, oh, cool, I get to go to the championship game. Uh, uh, (laughs) At least I got there. And then you get another 37 points out of him the very next week. He had three catches, two touchdowns, 166 rushing yards, six first downs. So, I mean, I don't know what else you can say, but Kenyon Drake is, you're probably right, going to go way higher than he probably should next year. Yeah, and I think he'll have more value if he stays on the Cardinals and he is the guy. Yes. If if Johnson's there lurking his head around the corner, I I just don't like the situation. And that's why I think it would I that's why I don't like him where he's probably going to go. I think he's going to be a third second round kind of pick and I just don't think it's worth to get Kenyon Drake right there. I think I probably won't have him next year, except for in the flag league because I already have him. Yes, in the contract but, league, you've got. Uh, right. I think uh, I got one more year on him. No, uh, he's, he's no, three. he more. has a three. So yeah, after we yeah. advance, you'll still have two more years out of him. Okay, but well, that's that's some value, anyways, because he's cheap. He's but, only yeah three dollars and thirty three cents, which will go yeah. up by ten uh, percent. So it'll be three dollars and sixty six cents next year. Will you That's, try and trade him and try and get some value out of him? It's a good – the problem is, is and, and I like the fact that the Flag League has a lot of people that are really smart, mm-hmm. really good players <laughs> over there. And it makes it more difficult, but it also makes it more fun. Uh, but it's really difficult to say to anyone, hey, Kenyon Drake is going to be super stellar next year. You know you want him. Can you give me this and a draft pick? And people are like, oh, uh, well, no, I don't know, because they're smart. They're really smart in the flag league. And I got to give the the commissioner (laughs) a lot of credit Mm -hmm. for for, uh, putting that league together. Yeah, something like that. Um, (laughs) We do have to give a shout out to the back to back to back now Super Bowl champion winners in that league, the Detroit Lions, Wes and Dave. They just... 
they it looked like they might have been falling apart towards the end of the season and mm-hmm. they could have got bumped off here and you even had a great game against them in the playoffs I did. and their team just it went off and i tell you something that really makes me mad and i wish i wouldn't even have looked <laughs> right but i outscored both of the teams in the championship game and now I'm just kidding. Yeah, you never want to do that. Like, would I, I have beat them? No, you're never it. supposed to look and see what could have been. <laughs> <laughs> I should have just started a bunch of crappy players. And then, I'll, oh, okay, well, I, I'm not going to try and add up the guys I would have started. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's too much trouble. fine. <laughs> no, but we did win a couple of leagues and uh, had yeah. some uh, good runs but our 13 and 0 league we ended yeah, up that's being bounced in the well after the first round because we had a bye but everybody just kind of disappeared yeah we had lamar jackson on that thursday night and we were like eh, we're on the way to the finals and then <laughs> that was it we we were down by so many points that even an amazing michael thomas performance right. on that sunday or monday yeah. night wasn't even close to enough to Get us to the promised land. So, so crazy, man. Oh, and that's well. probably our lowest score that we've had for the whole year, I'm assuming. Oh, yeah, by far. Yeah. It was yeah. insane. We had There was only those two people, and maybe our kicker had double digits. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that was it. Everybody else was like eight and under. Like, oh, oh, our kicker. That is. Yes, our kicker. But uh, anyway, so yeah, Kenyon Drake, You, mm-hmm. I think you said earlier you're thinking he's probably going to be a Second or third round pick, is is that what I heard? Yeah, second or third. If he falls any later than that, I'd start considering taking him because I do believe he's going to be the starter next year. There's still a lot of time to figure this oh, out. We've got to know what they're going to do <laughs> with Johnson. We don't even know if they still are going to want to have Drake. What are they going to do with him? Are they going to trade him? Are they going to? And Chase Edmonds him? was like, good before he got hurt as well. So it's not like they only have two running backs that they need to figure out. They got three running backs. Like, what do we do with them? Do we trust in our young guy that's already under a rookie contract? Or do we try and bring back Drake on a discount? Because, well, you didn't play the whole year. but Or do you try and go with your veteran and hope he gets back to form? Like, there's, there's a lot of variables there. But we like to stir the pot pretty early in fantasy football. Oh, there's no question. And I'm sure there's already mock drafts going on. And I would usually say, calm yourself. <laughs> mock drafts need to stop. But, shoot, fantasy football is yep. awesome. And I say, go ahead, do your mock drafts. It never, never it stops. It never stops. <laughs> so uh, let's move on to the other former Miami Dolphin that mm. we kind of hyped up real early on. Mm-hmm. We wanted this to happen way sooner than it did. And if no, it, no, 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 no. What, what? We knew this was going to happen. Yes, this we knew. Time. We just wanted we it knew. to happen sooner than it actually yeah. did because yeah. we knew Marcus Mariota was just yep. hot garbage. And as soon as Ryan Tannehill came into the lineup, I mean, just look at his numbers. Change. He did not it's score good. less than 20 points in any week in the flag league. That's right. amazing for now, somebody who was so down on the last couple of years like well Tannehill's mm-hmm. rubbish he's washed up nope well, he's probably going to get franchised oh I think they definitely have him next year whether or not they franchise him uh or they just resign him to a longer contract I don't really know what they're going to do 
there, but I'm telling you this, he's the starter and he deserves to be the starter. He's still playing in the playoffs, especially if he makes it to any further in the in the playoffs. He's 100% on the Titans. Guarantee I'm going to give it a 98% chance that he's on the Titans this year. This I'm not going to ask year. how you came up with that percentage. Oh, it's it's 100%. I mean, TTS, Tom Tunnels. TTS, baby. You, just, you, you have to. Trust in the math, and I got all the math right here. Unfortunately, you can't see it. No, it's 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 it's, it's just too sensitive. People <laughs> would, you can't see that stuff. But I mean, just trust me. He's on the Titans next year. It's almost a hundred percent chance that that's going to happen. Now, what's great about what I'm looking at right here on my screen? Because I'm looking at the flag league, and I'm looking, looking, yeah. looking, looking. And week six is when he got into the game and had a good second half, uh, 13 out of 16 for 144 yards. And then uh, apparently you traded for him immediately after that game. And that's when he started going off. You didn't start him week one uh, when he came in there, no. but you got him immediately. Um, I didn't expect him to be as consistent as he was Mm -hmm. and I needed a quarterback I needed something else other than Allen because I traded Lamar Jackson I got Allen back and I got other things in return Mm -hmm. but I needed something else than Allen so I was like well I'll get Tannehill I know he's going to be starting basically for the rest of the year unless he completely flops so Tannehill will be good and then Tannehill just kept being consistent and it's like well now i have to start Tannehill <laughs> yes. over Allen, even though alan has been really consistent too tannahill has been better so i started doing that i righted him in the playoffs you were close him. to not wanting to do it because after he had uh like three good games in a row you started him and that's when he had his lowest of 20 points and you're like oh do yeah. i keep going with him and you did thankfully did. and then he scores 41 I, the next week <laughs> i think the next matchup was like some i don't remember what it was but it was a good matchup the like, raiders I have to start him yes I, oh yeah the raiders yeah i remember it's like if i don't start him i'm dumb like you have to start him <laughs> right but the problem was is Allen has still was still extremely consistent getting 25, 26 points for that whole entire stretch. So I'm sitting there. It's not a bad play to play Allen, but it'd be a worse play to not play Tannehill against the Raiders. And so I started him and it worked out perfectly. It worked out amazing. Um, let's, let's look at the rest of the uh, Tennessee offense here in fantasy, just to kind of get an idea of where Tannehill was going with all of his targets. Obviously, A.J. Brown was the biggest beneficiary to Ryan Tannehill coming into the lineup. Yeah. And he averaged about 13.8 points per game. But his first three weeks were just a 13, a 5, and a 1. And even uh, after that, there was another 5 and another 1. But then as soon as Tannehill came in, uh, I'm probably, I'm guessing he probably averaged closer to like 16, 17 points a game. So that was a big, big improvement. And then you look at another guy that we had talked about in our uh, third time's a charm or three strikes you're out episode in Corey Davis, who he Mm -hmm. had one, he had two big games, one with Mariota and the first week with Tannehill. And then after that, nothing. 
And I, I, if we look back at that episode, uh, I believe we probably said that even with Tannehill under center, we didn't trust in Corey Davis. Right. I, I don't think we've ever really trusted in Corey Davis. No. He's just somebody we don't have that feeling for. But, I mean, I don't know. At some point, there you never know because I didn't think Parker, Devontae Parker, would have a good year <laughs> ever. And here he is. But before we get on to Parker, because I know we want to talk a little bit about him. Of too, course. But – Tannehill, on average, was in the top 10 for quarterbacks. But I want to do a quick calculation. So you can go ahead and talk about uh, Parker, but I want to see if you get rid of that first week where he came in to the game. Mm -hmm. I want to see what his average was and where he was in the top 10 or whatever it was. Okay. So I'm going to do that real quick, and you go ahead and start talking about Parker, and we're going to figure this out. All right. Well, obviously, uh, we're still talking about Miami former and current players and the current player right now, Devontae Parker, is going to be just one of the biggest uh, guesses on what he's going to do next year because we've already <laughs> had three years of Devontae Parker and his best year was 56 catches for 744 yards and four touchdowns. Mm-hmm. That was his second year in the league. Then he had about the same number of catches and yardage, but it went back down to one touchdown, and that was on more targets. And then 2018, he only had 24 catches for 309 (laughs) yards and a touchdown. So we're like, oh, that's it. Devontae Parker's got one more year left on his uh, rookie deal. Or no, I think they re-signed him, actually. So that's why um, he's still on the Dolphins. And then all of a sudden, 72 Catches, 1,202 <laughs> yards, and nine touchdowns on 128 targets. Yes, but the but. problem there that I have with him is I think he's going to be extremely overdrafted. Yes. Extremely overdrafted. I think he's still got talent, and I think he's still worth having on your team, no matter who the quarterback is. However, however, Ryan, <laughs> how Ryan Fitzpatrick has been known to have a really good season, the, the, the first season with the team he's with, and then completely be garbage the next year. Mm-hmm. On top of that, we don't even know if Ryan Fitzpatrick's going to be the starter next year. It could be somebody like Tua, which mm. I could see having success, right? But we don't know what's going to happen there. It could be any any quarterback they draft. I don't expect them to sign a free agent quarterback. No. It's going to be either Fitzpatrick or a drafted quarterback. More than likely. And I I would expect Fitzpatrick will have the starting gig for like the first three weeks until he makes one really bad mistake and it costs him a game, and then it'll be whoever they drafted. Right. That's just my prediction, and I don't think that bodes well for a wide receiver. Now, it kind of boded well from this year because it was Fitzpatrick's first year. Trust me. I know these stats are weird, (laughs) but that's just how it is with Fitzpatrick every single time. Yes. He just plus and, and okay. I'm stumbling over myself because I have like (laughs) six thoughts I want to get to Ryan Fitzpatrick loves his wide receivers and he forces the ball to his wide receivers. But uh, I will go back and look as well at, the rest of the Miami team, because I believe in the last few weeks, Mike Kosicki actually got some decent targets. That and is true. 
So yeah. let's let's find Mike Gesicki here. Where is he? He can't be that deep. There he is. Mike Gesicki actually had from week nine on no less than five targets a game and multiples wow. of six and seven. Week 16 in championship week, if you were dumb enough to start Mike Gesicki, he had 12 <laughs> targets and two touchdowns. <laughs> There's no chance. <laughs> there should not him. have been. I mean, it would have to have been one of those 20-team leagues where are like, well, at least he's getting targets. and uh... He's out there. <laughs> so, yeah, Mike Kosicki is one to watch. Again, we don't know what the quarterback situation <laughs> is going to be. And normally, Ryan Fitzpatrick does not throw to his tight end that often. Right. Now, if unless you had more to talk about Fitzpatrick and Parker and – you know, to uh, whoever it's going to be. Not yet. I got, <laughs> I got Tannehill's average. You got some more TTS for us. This is, well, it's, this is really easy to figure out. It's not really TTS. <laughs> but his average, if you take that first week out that he came in for Mariota, because he had six points that game. Right. You take that away, his average was 30.34 points per game. That's pretty which, good. Which is second in fantasy football. Wow. That's right behind right behind Lamar Jackson. Obviously, it's going to be Lamar Jackson at the top. But Lamar Jackson averaged 36.9 points per game, which is insane. But Tannehill was the next best quarterback. If you were to have him like I did in the last few weeks of the season. Right. Uh, I mean, yeah, that's... that's... I mean, that's a great <laughs> stat. He's top 10, but if you get rid of the one outlier... He is the second quarterback in the league. And it wasn't even, well, it might go against him even more in the flag league uh, looking at it because he came in the first week and had like a kneel down for negative two yards. So he got stats. So it's technically (laughs) part of that. Uh, So even uh, on average, he's 10th overall with those two games in there. And like you said, second overall, uh, only behind Lamar Jackson. So Ryan Tannehill, uh, he was on many of my super flex teams and I, I believe I played him uh, as my quarterback in my work league that I won as well. Mm-hmm. So that was kind of nice. That was a weird league. I know I've talked about it before where I had a bunch of players that I don't normally draft, but through free agency and some of those guys that, you know, we, we started off the year liking like Derrick Henry, yeah. who, uh, Led the league in rushing. Just want to throw that out there. Uh, we can go back quite a number of episodes where I predicted that would happen. So, um, yeah, I didn't think there. he was going to lead the re- league in rushing, but I knew because you were saying all that that he was going to be good. I right. didn't think he was going to lead the league in rushing, and nobody really thought that except for you. No, and I tell you what, and and I don't want to you know bash anybody else, but when we were at the expo, the fantasy football expo, which was awesome and cool. But there's a lot of other people, really smart people. They were all bashing. Yeah, they bashing were laughing him. at Derrick Henry, just and, laughing at the thought that he might be a good running back. They're like, "Oh, you're and, so silly." And we were just looking at each other, like we don't want to call you guys out. So yeah, like, this is one and... versus forty. I'm gonna kind of <laughs> back off here. I'm not gonna be too loud about how I think Derrick Henry is gonna be a great running back. Although he right. did kind of disappoint in the playoffs. If you had yeah, him well, in the first couple of rounds, 
and you didn't get by, you might be mad at Derrick Henry, but you can't deny what a great season he had. Even if I had Derrick Henry and I lost because of him in fantasy football, if I watched the next playoff game and he just destroys the Patriots and he beats the Patriots basically single-handedly, yeah, basically, I, yeah. I love I love Derrick Henry. Like, <laughs> I, that's all I needed. Yeah. If you were to tell me that's what you're going to get out of Derrick Henry, I'd be like, sign me up. Sign me it. up. Yep, he was on pretty much all of my playoff teams, so yes. that's that's how much I loved him this year. Yeah. But I'm not going to lie, up to this year, I was not a big Derrick Henry fan. But there no, was something and... about the last part of last year that made me uh, stand up and take a take a second look. <laughs> and it was definitely spot on. I got to give you 100% credit on that. Uh, while we're on the subject of kissing each other's butts. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you let me bend over. Yeah, right, right. Uh, no, I was listening to an episode earlier uh the three strikes you're out and third time charm one. And one of those that you started off, uh, I was talking about Aaron Jones and Jamal Williams and Aaron Jones Mm -hmm. was another guy that probably got a lot of people into the playoffs. And I had him on my super flex new dynasty team that I really loved and ended up third place in that one, just because I went up against Julio Jones, Kenyon Drake and Jameis Winston, when they (laughs) all had that insane first round of the playoffs. I'm like, well, what are you going to do? Yeah. Um, yeah. And Aaron Jones, I, I'll take some credit for that. Cause there most people weren't like bashing Aaron Jones. They were just like, eh, eh like, I'm okay. with. He's him. not worth a third or fourth but, round pick, but I was 100% on board with Aaron Jones. And that worked out too. It, it worked out in a different manner than I thought it would, but he got a lot more touchdowns than I expected. Uh, um, he's just a really good running back. And I expect more of that next year too. Now, I could probably go back and look, but I, I don't know how long it would take me. I can't remember. Was it Aaron Jones or Derrick Henry that I took with my first auction pick in that Superflex League? I know I remember texting you like, oh, I got my first guy, and I don't remember I which I one it was. I convinced you to go Aaron Jones, it's, but... It's possible. I could be wrong. I think Aaron Jones just had the better chance in my eyes. So I said, you got to go Aaron Jones right here. It's a good value. <laughs> and then you went with Henry after that, yeah. and which was even a better value at that point. And I still ended up with Christian McCaffrey also in that league. So just, <laughs> yes. just throwing that out there. That was, that was one of my favorite teams. And uh, it, as a super flex, I went with Josh Allen and Carson Wentz, but I did not get a third starting quarterback to start the season. But who did I take? And just I'm sit guessing, him on the bench. I'm Ryan Tannehill. Was, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so when it came down to bye weeks, I, f- I already had my quarterback sitting there. I didn't have to make a trade. Didn't have to stick in a running back at my super flex position or anything like that. It worked out pretty good. Yes. So I've yes, got one more player. I told you I was going to have ready for you that we <laughs> wanted right. to talk about future performances with. Because if you look at his numbers, I mean, it was like a so-so here and there. He was getting four, five, six targets a game Mm -hmm. and then got injured. He was out for three weeks. And then he came back for weeks 16 and 17, got nine targets apiece, 200-yard games, and a touchdown in each game. Who am I talking about? Um, You're (laughs) going to have to clue me in because... 
I was spacing on a few of it, and then I then you said there was he missed three weeks, and I was like, now now who are you talking about? I didn't know. <laughs> I am talking you're... about Hunter Renfro. Renfro, there it is. Yes, um, this guy, he's going to be something. Um, it, it's I was really excited to see what he had to add to the Raiders and that was before the whole Antonio Brown thing. Right. And since, since Antonio Brown, you know, did what he mm, did and we mm. don't have <laughs> that in, or it's not Oakland anymore, but um, since we don't have him there on the Raiders anymore, it's Hunter Renfrow is going to have a really good career. I really think he's going to be like the new Edelman type of receiver where he's going to be, Somebody just catches everything, gets hit, gets back up, and keeps going. I don't think there's any way in my head that I won't be drafting him late again because he will be late, yeah. and he will be a great value, and it's going to be a league winner next year. This is our uh, first probably sleeper and um, just – just good value pick right here oh, yeah. that nobody is going to think about unless he gets c- extremely hyped up in the off season. He's not yeah, a guy that's going to be on a lot of guys' radars. And, and, and I have him on the taxi squad in that super flex league. So <laughs> I, I did not bring him up. I just left him down there. And I'm like, well, maybe I have another wide receiver I can play next year. I brought him up and it was worth it. I got like two, three weeks out of him and I absolutely loved what i got out of him because i had nothing else at the time now and if if, you would have made the championship game (laughs) oh well man he would have gotten you 27 points (laughs) i would have been skeptical on playing him though yeah it's probably true (laughs) that is probably true all right well that is gonna wrap it up for us uh again hope everybody had a good holiday season and we are now in the middle of the NFL playoffs, which we will be talking about on our episode of Fantasy Fuel on the Fire, which we'll be mm-hmm. recording immediately after this. So stick around if you're watching on Twitch or um, uh, hit the link in the show notes to go over and listen to that episode if you just want to hear us riff on what we like and what we hate about the NFL playoffs right now. There's going to be a lot to talk about in there. I don't know how long that one will go. We try to keep it short, but I'm going to be ranting. So let's, let's get out of here. Uh, Fantasy wise, we'll be digging deep into some trends and some stats, hopefully over the off season to get you thinking about next year or if you're in dynasty maybe you've got some trades you can make like we were just talking Kenyon drake he's he's gonna be a guy on everybody's well maybe list and a guy like hunter renfro maybe he's stashed on other people's taxi squads and you'll be able to get him up on the cheap maybe maybe not before we end this if hunter renfro is on a dynasty team and he's stashed on a taxi Go trade for him right now. Yeah, do it. Do it. Please. We endorse it. Hunter Renfro. All right. That'll do it for us. Thank you for listening. Uh, you can find us on Twitter at Fantasy Fuel. Again, twitch.tv slash Fantasy Fuel. We do some streaming and all that good stuff uh, on off nights that we don't talk about fantasy football. So it's all fun for everybody. So, again, thanks for listening. And don't forget to stay fueled up during the rest of the NFL postseason.